Well, uh-huh. a, a week uh-huh. ago, uh-huh. a week. Rain McCaffrey and Michigan lose. America wins. Guys, oh, it's a beautiful day. We, we need to we need to make bad predictions because it the opposite is coming true. Like we were all sitting here last week saying the double buys dead, and yes, percentage points. Yes, it was dead. Like I think yeah, our boy Combo said it was under a one percent chance that we had a double buy according to all that like that giant list of scenarios on Twitter, and it worked. <laughs> we you know last time we talked to you we were. We were pissed about the Iowa game, and the way things were trending Tuesday night at Lincoln, it looked like this was going to be another somber podcast, or like kind of half and half. And, um, you know, we were down, what, 13, I think, at one point, and then we won. Or no, we were down 15, weren't we? Yeah. Yeah, we were down 15 pretty early. And They that, went into the half down 12. Yes, we were down, I think, 38-26 or something. Yeah, 38-26. And we won by 13 points. We won 80 to 67. Um, that was a clinic. I, I fell asleep, and I think you can credit me for falling asleep, and I stopped watching the game. Um, I mean, that was just an – I watched it on YouTube the next day. What a clinic. I mean, like, we finally stopped their stupid backdoor cuts for layups and just decided, hey, we're going to shoot the shit out of the ball. Like, we're just going to shoot threes and make – and just and if we miss, we miss. If we lose, we lose. And I like that kind of attitude. You're down 12. Okay, you could go down even more, or you can chip away at that lead. And um, we made Larry the Cable Guy cry. I don't know if you guys saw oh. he was at the game. Yeah. Uh, fun fact, his last name is Whitney. So Your family? I, I pray I'm not a distant your family. Is your brother? <laughs> I pray I'm not a distant relative of him. Uh, you he, are. You are. It could be. You are. I should just claim him as one. I mean, he's a famous. He, he won't be eating, but you will. <laughs> I promise you that. Um, oh god, I'll never forget that. Um, and then Sun or Saturday. I'm always used to playing Senior Day on Sunday. It's it's weird to do it on a Saturday to me. But we beat OSU. We were kind of whooping them pretty early, and then they just started getting hot. But. Um, you know, I'm going to say that going into the tournament or the Big Ten tournament, I'm not worried about our offensive firepower, but I I think what could really get us in trouble is our defense. Um, it's it's not there sometimes. It just isn't. And some guys try really hard, but it's pretty clear there's some players who, on on when we're on defense, they don't really care to give 100%. And, and, so- and I'm not trying to bash kids, but you you can tell pretty obviously when it happens. So here, um, I, I want to go back to Tuesday for a second. Yeah. Um, whatever, like, whatever Tom Izzo told them in the locker room uh, is, has to be, like, movie coach speak level. Yeah. Well, because well, did you see what he said? No. They asked him, they said, what'd you say in the locker room after, uh, you know, what'd you say in the locker room at halftime? And he said to I don't remember who the uh, the color commentator was for that game, but he says to him, he goes, uh, "Yeah, I just went in there and I said, well, somebody played called someone." He yelled right into the. <laughs> yeah, it was really good. Yeah, and, and, and they and then they did. The most the most heartening thing to come out of that, I do remember that. The most heartening thing to come out of that was was AJ was AJ stepping up, yeah, yes. saying that was the worst half I've ever played. He played like dog shit that half. Yeah, so to kind of have them do that and then to come out and and fire, uh, MSU is eighth in the country in three point shooting percentage. We're we're the number one power five team, I believe. Yeah, number one of number one of all the power five teams, number eight in the nation overall. You know, I was watching the game on Saturday with my girlfriend, and she was like, "They're eighth in the Big Ten. I said, "No, eighth in the." entire in the entire country well not so fast my girlfriend not so fast <laughs> you know what's crazy is we were on this pod saying like michigan oh. state's offense is bad they don't take enough threes <laughs> and like in they the last don't. month it's just completely flipped yeah they Tyson's still don't that's everything. the nuts thing like we're like the bottom, we're what in the bottom third of the country in attempts uh bottom like bottom 50 percentile or something yeah we're we're bottom half which is wild but I mean, we're playing. We're playing on fire right now. I mean, 
Yeah, Hogard coming alive in the second half to tie Magic for the most assists in the game. That's wild. And I love when Tyson told um, that one kid with the headband, I'm calling him Topanga from Boy Meets World. Um, Tominaga. Casey Tominaga. Sorry, I'm not trying to be racist. I'm just like, I can't remember his name, so I'm just going to get it closed. I like when Tyson told him to shut the fuck up. That was the turning point. Yep, that, that game turned around. That I watched it on YouTube. I'm like, ah, there it is right there. That showed me Tyson. Good, there's a few good clips. Isn't there a clip of Tyson calling um calling Buffkin a bitch? Yeah, probably. I'm a bitch. Yeah, I think during our game. Yeah, I think it was the game at Breslin. Actually. At Breslin, I, yeah, a home game. Yeah, I think he called Buffkin a bitch. Yeah, he's got dog, dude. That's he's gonna he's gonna be special I mean, for us this run. This like, run. So you know, hey, let's just talk about fuck ESPN for cutting off the sound. I think they had some sort of technical difficulty. I'm surprised they didn't get it back on. Oh, but. that I would. I thought it was my Comcast receiver because I had to reboot it at the beginning of the game, and I'm like, "All right, I'm going to go to YouTube TV because this horse shit." And then, no, apparently it was everybody, and it just sucked to watch them kiss the Spartan head and like not have the crowd noise. Didn't get to hear it. It was just like three guys in the studio just like trying to figure out shit to say. It was, yeah. So awkward. I thought they handled that pretty well. I mean, yeah, it's, it's no. a tough situation to be in, and I think they did pretty well. I mean, honestly, like, it's just Kevin Connors does a little bit of play-by-play, and then you have your analysts just do, you know, in-game in-game analysis. They see right. what they – they talk about what they're seeing. So they did pretty well with it, I think. Yeah, it was still a weird scene. I love the people being conspiracy theorists, like ESPN not carrying Big Ten games anymore. So they come <laughs> round off on purpose. <laughs> Yeah, That's kind of, I mean, I like, I don't think, I don't think they turned it off on purpose, but I think they didn't rush to fix it because no, like, <laughs> they were like, what do we care? We're not carrying these guys next year. Um, yeah, it, and I, and you know, leading into today's to or no, okay, so the bad radio, um, you know, what was interesting if, if you were at the game or you heard it, you know, we all know what happened. Izzo was leading the one more year chance with uh, Malik and Tyson. And I, we've all thought Malik's going to come back. I, mean, I would all lean that way. I would be pretty comfortable putting money on it. I, I yeah. think Tyson coming back is a 50 50 now. I really, it think, is, yeah. I, well, you see, like, you see hugs on senior day with the guys who are like, with the guys who are leaving. Done. Yeah. Like you can just you can tell it's a different kind of hug, mm-hmm. and the hugs the hugs Tom gave to gave to Tyson Walker and and Malik Hall were just those kinda... weren't like those weren't goodbye hugs those were like good good game good game those were like good game hugs you know yeah. what I mean like he'd give those hugs if they were playing Buffalo in mid December you know <laughs> during Christmas break like yeah yeah so I I you know I. I do think the I do think Malik's probably as close to a lock as you can get. Um, Joey's I gone. I think Joey's gone. Yeah, yeah, Joey's gone. I don't blame him. You know, there's really no point in there's really no point in opening yourself up to to being to being called to having job yelled at you. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I don't think you're going to improve your draft stock anymore. So you just kind of got to take it take it take it how, how it lives, but right. you know, for, for Tyson Walker, I Tyson Walker, if he can, if he can carry this over next year and kind of mold uh, Jeremy fears and Cohen Carr, who Cohen Carr, I think is going to be the biggest contributor to this team. Oh, next season. I can't wait. To Did you him. see that clip of, of his fast break dunk? Yeah. That yeah. shit was violent. You cannot teach that. That That's is a Tom Izzo guy. That is just God given gifts, right there. OKG. That is an OKG. Oh, absolutely. I mean, holy shit. And and also, I mean, look at look at Fears. Look at Carr. Look at Norman. When you watch like like clips of them, what are they doing? They're fired up. They are competing. They're getting in the other team's face. Like these are the guys we need. Yeah. So they'll have that. They'll be competitors. Oh, I can't wait. Like, I'm still, like, you know, la- this time last week we were all kind of like, all right, <laughs> the season, we're done. We're doom and gloom. I'm done, pull the plug. And now I'm like, 
this team has enough spark in them for I, I want to see what they do in the Big Ten tournament. Um, I I you know I think they can beat anyone. I'm any team they play. I, they can play I have them. said you know I've I think I said this a couple times. They have the talent. They have the coaching to knock someone down to knock a big boy down. The only team I think I'd balk at is Purdue, but we lost to Purdue at home by one yeah, without think- Malik Hall. I think we can beat them. I really and I think we can beat, and I think we can beat them. Per, something happened with Purdue. So oh, here's the thing: the calendar turned to March, and and Matt Painter started sweating. That's what happened. <laughs> it is. Um, it he's just tall. Like yep. yeah, like Trace Jackson Davis is the national player of the year. To me, he is. Yeah. Do you see the layup he had to like put Indiana back in front? Oh my Dickinson. god! That was ridiculous. Yeah, he's just—he is just fucking tall. <laughs> I hope they chant that at whatever games Purdue plays, like in the in the NCAA tournament. Like, if there's another Big Ten team in that, re- like Indiana and Purdue are in the same, you know, arena yeah. for for the first weekend. That'd be great if their student section is chanting, "He's just tall." And they end up losing the game. Indiana uh-huh. fans were uh, chanting "Daddy's boy" at Jet Howard. <laughs> well, duh. I mean, he's he's okay. He's he's a good he's, player, but I'm like, he'll be he'll be a lottery pick. He's very good. Yeah, he's yeah. very he's very good. But um, yeah, way to go, Michigan. Way to way to blow that game. The way they lost was hilarious. I mean, you know, Hunter's Hunter's used to having um. Hunter's used to having stuff lobbed on his back. So there we go. I guess that I guess that end to overtime play isn't any surprise. They they have to probably get to Sunday to to get in the tournament, right? There it's an uphill battle. Or Saturday at the very least. Yeah, I mean they're out of they're out of the double bye. So I think if they get to Saturday, I think they're probably they could they could probably get to Dayton. Mm -hmm. Um again, the bracket's not even fucking set yet because this conference is fucking ridiculous. So mad. Rutgers hasn't started. This conference is incredibly mad. Wow. Yes. Wisconsin and Minnesota doesn't really have any sort of implications. Rutgers, Minnesota, Northwestern just started. Yeah. Rutgers scored right away. Starting this late. Because one of those teams has to play Wednesday night. (sighs) I don't know. Wait. Do both? I think Wisconsin. I think both these teams are safe in the. Wisconsin and Minnesota both have to play Wednesday. Yeah, they do. Wisconsin, it's, it's Ohio State, Wisconsin, it's, Minnesota, and, um, and, Nebraska. and Nebraska. Which yep. quick, quick, quick refrain to talk about Nebraska. Um, Fred Hoiberg's kind of got him going in the right your wet direction. He does. I hope you know. I hope Tominaga comes back, and I hope he gets another year because I think they could. I think they could be I think they could be a tournament team next year. I really do. Oh, I mean you're beating. losing you're losing Greasel. Can Greasel come back? I don't think he I can. I don't think so. No, he was like a grad like sixth year guy who came from like a mid major or something. Yeah, so I think I think if you get Greasel back, I think if you get Tominaga back, um with with Derek Walker and you know, you have you kind of fill in the gaps here, hitting the portal. I I think I think Nebraska is going to be a tournament team next year, and and B Flow said it, uh, you know, with with Nate Oates, just like whatever oh. Nate, whatever the fuck Nate Oates is doing down in Tuscaloosa. <laughs> what an idiot! Uh, you know, Hoiberg can kind of can kind of mold his way into being into being the next man up, you know. Shout out to Penn State and Nebraska today. Yes. Just shout out to both of them. I mean, Penn State was down by 15 and they rallied back. Nothing to play for either. Nothing they were locked. For. They but were they, locked into a single buy either way. Were they? Or did they or did they have to win to well, get a buy? Well, they're on the bubble, so they were they need to win to have a shot at getting in. And that helps big time. Um and then Nebraska just went on the road to Carver Hawkeye and got it done. Every every must every, be nice. Every punch, every punch Iowa threw at them, they ate it and threw one back. M- must be nice. <laughs> yeah. 
But shout, God, shout out to them. Those were big, those were big wins. I just can't believe everything we needed to happen to get a double buy happens. I mean, and for it was like a what, 10, team, 10, 10 things had to happen. And for a team, for, yeah, for a Michigan State team that just needs has dealt with injuries this year, has dealt with brutal scheduling. The chance to get this much rest, this much extra practice time is so beneficial. Until they come so out, until they come so out looking like shit just, until the under eight. That's point. Like I really do. Like I'm like, they're going to get their ass kicked in the first eight, 10 minutes, cut it close at half and then win the game. Like <laughs> that's kind of how I feel about these guys. Um, yeah, it's going to be interesting. So we're either the three or the four seed, depending on who wins, right? Yeah, depending on who wins this uh, Northwestern round. If Rutgers wins, we're the three seed, right? Correct. Yes. Which really sucks we have to root for Steve Peichel. Uh, More like Steve Peichel, because he's a dickhead. Karma... For, um, that's a Greek life joke for the. That's a Greek life joke for the for the audience. Steve Pike, all like Pike for training. He he owes us for being a bitch and not making up, letting us make up the Minnesota game. Um, Which he kind of he kind of paid that back a little bit by losing to Minnesota. True. But that was, awesome. that was a great shot to win that game. Just let the guy blow by him. Just kind of reposition his feet, and the, you could tell the second he let that go, that bitch was going in. That was such a cool shot. Michigan State has had so much bad basketball karma yeah. against them this year. And then in these past couple of days, it's all just kind of like come to the middle. Yeah, the Kentucky even. the Kentucky win, the Kentucky win gets is getting the Kentucky wind has gotten better. It looks good yeah. again. It looks the Kentucky win looks good again. I I actually went back and I listened to our season preview pod. Oh no. And, and I said that I think this team could get a double by the big 10 tournament. Nice. <laughs> now they kind of got a double by. They kind of went from uh, Detroit to Orlando with a layover in LA, but they got there, man, they got there. They got the double by. So we were due for good breaks for good karma. Yeah. do. And thank you, other teams, for choking. Like, that was just phenomenal. Uh, thank you, Michigan. Like, truly, from the bottom of my heart, thank you. We're up 20, we're at 27 in Ken Palm. We are? We're above Indiana. Yeah. We're a good team. I, I think we're legit a good team. If we can tighten up the defense, I think I think we could knock someone off big. Like, you know, it, it could – if we could knock off Purdue this weekend – Somehow, like that would ease the sting if we lost in the tournament early. Like, I don't want to. I feel pretty good about it. I feel pretty good about it. Like one or the other. I don't want to lose. I don't want to see. I don't want to be in Houston's bracket, and I don't want to be in Kansas's bracket. Other than that, I'm pretty good. Yeah, I'm pretty good with wherever. Yeah, I mean Alabama. I mean shit. They're not going to suspend anybody. No one's going to get in trouble. So. But they seem kind of vulnerable lately. Yeah, they're they've they they're clearly a little bit shook up. They've, they've you know they've we played them we played them without Malik Hall and Jay Nakins. Yeah, we, I mean Jason Whiten. I think Jason Whiten's played damn near thirty minutes in that game. Yeah, I, I watched that. I tried to watch it as much as I could. So and it was and it was at eleven p.m. local time, the day after Thanksgiving. Like yeah. Um, so I do think. So I do think as the seat, I think the the water is going to find its level. But congratulations to the Big Twelve on having your third straight national champion because all this weekend has shown me this this week has shown me no one from this fucking mid ass conference is winning the national title. No, no one. No, there's going to be lots of uh, quick outs. I'd think. What the Big like Ten? If, yeah, like yeah. if North, like if Northwestern, Maryland, Iowa. <laughs> Like if they were all like quick outs, then like it wouldn't shock me whatsoever. Uh, it, there, we could see no Big Ten teams pass the second, pass the first weekend, except Michigan like, State. Yeah, except for us. But it could be, it could be like that one Saturday where like just six of us get knocked out, or that Sunday where six of us just get knocked out and it's over for us. It's Jover. 
Michigan uh, State makes a run in the Big Ten tournament. I'm probably putting them in the final four in like every bracket. I'm gonna do it. I did it. I have a dumbass. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it too. <laughs> my bracket name for my my bracket name for my one pool is a uh, Tyson walking to Houston. So yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. I I'm curious to see. Like you know, this team when we're on, we're pretty fucking good, and I'm curious to see who we're gonna play. We won't find that out till probably 9.30-ish, depending on when these games end. And, yeah, probably 9.30 or 10 o'clock. And, you know, that seems odd for, for us to do that this year. But I'm I'm curious to see who we end up playing in the – if we're the four, if we play the five. So the five would be uh, Michigan, wouldn't it? I don't know yet. There's a lot. I think no. DK, no. hold on. Let me pull up DK's Twitter. Yeah, let me find it. I, I, um, because there's only one. There's only one outcome. There's only two outcomes now. Okay. So, um, yeah. So Michigan State would be the three seed. They would play the winner of. They would play the winner of Maryland, and Minnesota or Nebraska. I like that. And then Saturday they would play Indiana. They would play Indiana or Penn State or Illinois that's, on Saturday. Well, oh, we can beat Illinois too. That's a pretty. Yeah. That's that's probably the best case scenario road to get to Sunday. I mean, yeah, there's talent in there against those. But like, if you told me, I think we. If you told me we can get to Sunday and without looking at that bracket really, and then you show it to me, I'm like, yeah, okay, sure. So <laughs> if if Northwestern wins, we get um. um they play. They play the winner of Iowa. They play either Iowa, Ohio State, or Wisconsin, and okay. then Purdue on Saturday. Well, I just want to get to Saturday and see what happens. To be honest, that's what I want. Just get to Saturday. We'll get it's revenge been, on Iowa. It's been a while since we've been to Saturday. I have not believed in a Michigan State team to go very far in the Big Ten tournament in a while. I believe this team can. Like the team, like. Do you remember uh, like two years ago when we were up, they were up like 24 to 12 on Maryland. And then after that, they just got rolled by them in yeah. like their first big 10 game. And then they beat Maryland and then oh. um, beat Wisconsin. And then they just didn't have the dogs to stick with Purdue. But this year, I think, I think we can beat anyone. This is, this is nuts. So um, <clears throat> if, if Northwestern wins this game, they're the two seed in the Big Ten. <laughs> if they lose this game, Chris Collins, are they? They the lose. Eight? If they lose this game, they're the nine seed. <laughs> Dude, Chris Collins did it again, man. Whoever their whoever their AD is, he's like, yeah, Chris, you want to you want to come in my office real quick? He's got like a pink slip ready. Chris Collins walks in with his 2017 NCAA tournament appearance jacket and just goes, <laughs> yeah, you wanted to see me? He's like, oh, oh nothing, nothing. And now he's gonna win Big Ten Coach of the Year. Yeah. All Chris Collins has to do is show the AD that picture of Julia Louis Dreyfus sitting courtside in a Northwestern hat during the <laughs> round of 32. I'm pretty sure he's still employed just for that moment. That would convince me. <laughs> I love Julia Julia Louis Dreyfus. Yeah, when you have Elaine Bennis on the sideline, you can't lose. Yeah. Um, your job's safe. Um Wait, didn't her son play on the team? No. No, I thought he did like a lot, maybe a couple years ago. Maybe, I don't know, I'm totally thinking of something different. Whatever. Um, yeah, so, you know, heading into the Big Ten tournament, we're feeling pretty good. You know, we're a very bipolar podcast, like I think most MSU podcasts. Um, yeah. yeah. A big disappointment. Yeah. Um, you know, we're lockstep with everyone else, except we only record once a week. So we don't come on midweek and send our hot takes through, which sometimes is pretty good because, and our hot takes tend to be a little hotter. (laughs) I'm not going to lie. Especially mine. I was melting down pretty hard during the Nebraska game. So I'm glad we didn't come on and record. (laughs) I'd be, I'd be a little bitch about it. I admit, um, it worked though. I guess I can say I reverse jinxed us. Um, so, you know, we play Friday. It's either two thirty p.m. or nine p.m. So wow. that's that's a pretty big discrepancy. <laughs> um, 
2.30 p.m., cool, I can watch it at work, but I'd rather stay home and watch it, like, Friday night, to be honest. Um, so, so 2.30, if 2.30, 2.30 if they're the three seed, Yep. 9 if they're the four seed. Yep. Yep, thank you for that. I forgot which one was which, so I was just going to gloss over it. No, I I'm I'm I was asking you for clarification. Oh. <laughs> I mean, realistically, once you think the higher seed plays later, I could be wrong. I, who Yeah. I don't, know, I don't think it matters too much. Um boy, I'm trying to pull Okay, up. so yeah, if Rutgers wins, if Rutgers wins, they're the three seed and play at 9 p.m. So we would play at 2. Um, yeah. If Northwestern wins, they play at 2. They play at 2. Third. Yeah. I can't figure out which one I would prefer. I think I would prefer I would prefer the 9 o'clock, personally, because I'm young and I'm able to stay up later. I I can um, hang till eleven thirty. And can. I just want to I want to see Solari. <laughs> yes, I want I want I want to taste those Solari tears. <laughs> Didn't he say something? We'll segue into football with this. Didn't he say something stupid about Mel Tucker not getting players draft eligible? Uh, I I don't know. He blocked me on my account, and he also <laughs> blocked Bacon Wire because oh wow, uh, I called him out. I called him out for tweeting uh, misinformation okay. uh, during the shooting. So, um, the a lot of people that night. Yeah, I called me included on SD ninety seven. I called him a boomer ass bitch. <laughs> so that one was deserved. Um, and maybe going hey. Chris Solari, journalist. Let's not tweet out this information during an event. Also got me blocked. So, you know, perfectly balanced as all things should be. Right. What I believe, Lucas, what I believe you're referring to is the, uh, the it was actually a Rainer Sabin free article. Oh, God. Um, about that. Yeah, it's a bad take considering... Um, None of Mel's recruits are uh, dra- are draft eligible yet. This so, will be the uh, year with like Keon and all them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so speaking of football, um, I, I think I- I've had time to process it. Um, like right when the game started yesterday, or like right right after it started, right in the news, middle of it. Yeah, news broke the the the, the typical Saturday at noon news dump when nothing big is happening in sports. It's a joke. Um. Brandon Jordan, BT Jordan, you know, heralded D-line coach, you know, sends tons of NFL players into, or not in the draft, but like has helped them with their technique and all that. Um, He left MSU and he's going to Seattle to be the Seahawks D-line coach. Uh, it's same thing. It's pass rush, pass rush specialist. Pass rush specialist, yeah. Um, Good for him. Congrats. Um, It sucks. And – I think I think I'm just being real here. You can say goodbye to David Stone. He has said it doesn't change his interest in Michigan State. I mm. publicly he said it. Privately, it could be different. Yeah, probably he never said it publicly so he doesn't freak out an entire fan base. <laughs> he knows. He knows this fan base will start crying and lose their minds. He's a smart kid. Yeah, he'll he knows we'll fill our diapers pretty quickly if he tweets. He'll get, yeah, he'll get DMs and stuff. Um, um, ahead, so I read through. Yeah, I read through Justin's article about it. Apparently, a couple of college teams had offered him and a couple of NFL teams, and he took the Seahawks one. And I guess Tucker tried really hard to uh, get him to come back or not take the job and stay. But, you know, you can only you can only really do that so much where, like, there comes to a point where you're, like, declining somebody an opportunity to, like, progress in their career. So basically the spin zone here is that Mel's coaches go to the league, which which they actually do. There's a bunch of coaches that have gone to the uh, to the NFL, William Piegler included. Um yeah. and I'm also not super worried about, you know, if they they may not replace that specific position. Um but if they do, like I'm not even going to be worried because every hire that Mel has made in that regard, I mean, he hired, 
he hired Brandon Jordan. He hired uh, Marco Coleman, who was really, really good. Yeah. He hired uh, Deron Reynolds, who has been getting rave reviews for his personality, his ability to recruit. So I think if, you know, if you just kind of slide in uh, Deron Reynolds where, where Jordan was, then, then you're probably fine. You know, you're probably fine. You're not losing a ton. Um, it just, it just, I hope they kind of find another person to, develop pass rushers because I that was something I was excited about about Michigan State football's future was going to be Jordan being there and being able to develop our pass rushers and the the great ones that he had helped land yeah Um, so I'm not gonna so I'm not gonna pretend like it isn't a big loss because it is pretty big because you won't have that extra edge and he also does help get his foot in the door with recruits with Michigan State yeah Uh, now they won't have that, but I think in terms of just the you know peer re- recruiting efforts, I think Deron Reynolds will be really good in that regard as well. So there are you know there are elements of of him leaving that stink, but then there's also it doesn't feel like something that's a a you know hugely detrimental thing to the to the progress of this team. I think initially when it came out, I started to kind of spiral and get upset, but you know. I remember, you remember what I said? I was like, give me like, give me 31 hours. Yeah. 31. Cause yeah, it was what? Like, I don't know, like noon or something. Like noon, like, yeah. I, was like, I was like, yeah, give me some time <laughs> and uh, I'll figure it out. Uh, I'm not, I'm not there yet. Um, I, you know, I think this is, I think that, I think this was the worst case scenario in terms of staff changes this off season uh, was Brandon Jordan beating, being the only one. Who left the staff? Um, you know, <clears throat> David Stone um, has recommitted his love for Michigan State until Texas A&M drops a bag. You know, I just don't like. I don't know. I'm not like like I said. Like last season, last season fried my optimism for for this program. They Mel Tucker needs to prove it. Um. Go out and get another. Go out and get another hire. Make another splashy hire. Um, but you got to prove it, man. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what to say. Like we're paying. Like you're you're getting paid nine and a half million dollars a year. You're paying a million dollars to an assistant who who just pissed away the opportunity to feature a wide receiver who's running four four forties at the combine. Yeah. Your 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 reigning starting quarterback is a prima donna coach's kid. That has to change. It's you gotta he's you gotta show you gotta show me something, man. Like I don't I don't understand how that's controversial or I'm a bad fan for saying that. No, you're not a bad fan. I don't think Mel I don't like if Kenneth Walker is truly worth if Kenneth Walker was truly worth five wins last season, then you should retire the number nine. Yeah. Like just just straight up. Like if he was that, if he was worth that much, if he was worth five wins on his own, nothing else changes, five wins, then he, he should have a fucking statue. In front of Spartan Stadium. We should have already put him in the ring of honor. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and if he's not like, and again, like Tuck can admit mistakes and and call himself a horseshit football coach all he wants. But like I don't see any accountability. I don't see any changes. Right? I hear of a shift to 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 an to a to an OTA style spring ball practice to prevent injuries. That's that's good. I hear of an open quarterback competition. I'll believe it when I fucking see it. Because I've said it, I've said it once, I've said it a thousand times, I'll say it again. If if you're if you're having an open <clears throat> if you're having an open quarterback competition and Peyton Thorne is your starting quarterback after that open quarterback competition then either the competition wasn't open at all, and you were just saying that to satiate the fan base, which is which is not your job. Your job is to win football games. 
which will satiate the fan base, or or Peyton Thorne truly is the best quarterback, the quarterback you have on roster, which is a bigger issue in and of itself. Yeah. That would if, if you, that's the case, if that's the case, then there is no value for Jay Johnson at all. Right. If so he he's can't, all he does if, is scout quarterbacks. And if they stink, then like what it's the meme. What does he even do? Yeah. <laughs> I do think now is sort of that time where the excuses are running out for Mel because it's largely his team now. So now's that time. Like there's I don't know how many D'Antonio guys are left. It's not that many. So it's like a it's like a select few, and I think Spartan Dog brought it up. If there are D'Antonio guys, a lot of them are guys that he's decided to keep. So a Cal. Um Yeah, Halliday was one. Peyton. Pal Thorne, a couple guys on the offensive line. Yeah, Spencer, Spencer Brown, Carrick, same no Carrick's gone. Carrick's same Mac Duplain. Yep. Yeah. So at this point, like this is his team. Like at this point, like that's sort of what I had been saying is like, yeah, he's still kind of cleaning up the D'Antonio mess. It should mostly be cleaned up by now. So I, I'm this not, season, I'm not saying it's a D'Antonio mess anymore. I'm I'm there with no. You. It's no, that's done. Like yeah. it's time. It's it's mostly Mel's team now. And if it's not, it's guys he's kept from the previous group. Right. So. Exactly. You can cut guys loose now, no problem. Like, you can tell guys, like, we think you're a better fit somewhere else, like you have done, mm-hmm. okay? These these are your guys now. The guys from the D'Antonio era you've chosen to keep are because... They're his, are, yeah. ...are because you like them. So they're yeah. your guys now. Yeah. Also, at this point, those guys are more Mel guys than they were D'Antonio guys, pretty much, because they've been with Mel more than they've been with the, than they were with D'Antonio, so... yeah. But I do think I do like the 22 class and I do like the 23 class. It's all about developing those guys into the players that they were supposed to be. So that's I mean, that's that's what it comes down to. Right. Like we're pulling in top 25 ish classes, which is great. But, you know, for me, now is that time to go get a five star. Yep. And big like the the most realistic five star for 2024 is David Stone. So whatever you got to do, full court press. Do, do we do we trust them to drop the bag though? Because I don't, no. I don't, no, I don't. and no, and there's a prospective Ohio State offer supposed to come for <laughs> David Stone, so my oh. confidence is is wavering every day. That's going to be cool in like two years when he has like three sacks against Caton because our O line still sucks. <laughs> That's going to blow. Here, like I, like oh. I know our I know our good friends are hosting that show now, and they've pretty much given up. Where is the fucking collective? Where are they? Why do we not have a one more year fund? Why do we not have a collective? Like Florida's Florida's a disaster, but at least they're making offers. There's no like, hey, Michigan State's offering David Stone two million dollars a year. There's nothing like that. And again, we don't need the billionaires as much as it burns my ass to say it. Justin Spiro needs to be the face of the MSU NIL collective because yeah, mm-hmm. as, as annoying as he is and as weird as his podcast, as he'll have a, he'll have a Sandusky truth around, but he won't have me. Whatever. Uh, <laughs> he's well connected within the athletic department. He sits in the zone. He sits in the zone. He know <laughs> he has guys. He has players on his show all the time. He he has a close relationship with the athletic department. He's like they. There needs to be an nil collective. We don't need. Fucking wood, we don't need a Woodward sports show fucking sending hoodies to Carson Cooper. We need people dropping bags for five. No offense to Carson Cooper. I think you have I think you have the most potential of any freshman that came in this season. But like how many you don't need a hoodie that says SD4L on it. 
No. David Stone needs David Stone needs two hundred and fifty thousand dollars to to come here. At least. At least. Why? That's a starting price. Where is that commitment? Like the, that commitment is not there, and I don't get it. It doesn't have to be the billionaires. And this isn't. We don't need Ryan. Steve Saint Andre. We don't need Dan Gilbert. How many times? I've given this speech like ten times. We don't need Steve Saint Andre. We don't need Dan Gilbert. We don't need Matt Ishbia to head up these collectives. We need the lawyers and the doctors and the and the hedge fund guys. Like those are the guys we need to head up this collective. Those who head up the other collectives and the billionaires do the infrastructural stuff that the billionaires have been doing. Renovating, renovating stuff. Yeah. Making improvements. Coaches' salaries. Well, it's it's not rocket science, you know. It's there could just be some infrastructure, and then you have to kind of improvise it depending on the player, depending on the situation. Like it's not hard to do, but it seems like we were all about it. Like this time, what last year? Like we were all like, yeah, we're this is great. Like you know, we're going to be at the forefront of college football, and then. All of a sudden, once it got close to the season, it's like got swept under the rug. It's gone. And anytime it's brought up, like uh, uh, Mitch tweeted at them randomly one night, hey, are you guys doing anything to the SD4L um, collective? And they just sent a looking emoji like, stay tuned. And I don't think anything happened. Like, it's all talk. And I'm not trying to be a dick to our friends, but like, uh, hello, when are you going to wake up? When's this shit going to actually happen? When is it just not going to be a podcast and a streaming show? Like, what's happening here? Like, Michigan is just kicking our ass in it. Like, they're getting, they're, we thought they would, we were going to make fun of them for how they handle it first, but man, they caught up pretty quickly. And that's why they're Michigan. If I hear the words transactional, if I hear the words transformational, not transactional, come out of someone's mouth, in the next three months, I am going to flip a fucking lid. Yeah. Like, like, here's the thing. Like, whether whether Sheehan and Justin realize it or not, they are the faces of that SD4L collective. Like, yeah. they they are the guys. And Justin covers recruiting. He knows what goes on. And this is his side gig, too. And it doesn't seem like it. You know, he's that poured into it. And the fact that we're just getting eyeball emojis and fucking hoodies instead of like, instead of like, hey, we got David, instead of like locking down David Stone or Jake Merklinger or any of these other 2024 guys we're after, we're going to continue coming in second and third place to these guys. Because... If I can go, if I, at the power five level, these four and five stars are barring catastrophic injury or like extreme negligence by the coaching staff. They're, they're going to be draftable products when the time comes. Right. Okay. That's the reality of the situation. So would I go to a place for free where I could maybe earn NIL once I've proven myself, or am I going to take life-changing money to go somewhere else? I'm going to take the fucking life-changing money 11 times out of 10. Mm-hmm. Like, this could be so much easier than it is for us, and I don't understand what's going on. And, you know, I've heard things, but, you know, I hear other, I hear contradicting statements, and it just, uh, it sucks. And I'm not, we're not trying to be dicks by calling these people out, but like we just want to better our program. And this is the new world of college football. And if you want to go, if you want to make a New Year six every four years, Mel, then take a fucking pay cut. Yeah. No reason to pay you fucking $10 million to fuck around and go seven and five. And like I, I was telling Cassie the other night, like, man, if I were a millionaire or, you know, a billionaire, I'd go up to MSU football and basketball and be like, what do you want? What do we need? 
But then at the same time, it's like, can I trust those people in charge of these to handle the money appropriately? You know, I haven't seen enough to impress me with it to where I'd probably have to start my own initiative to, or just reach out to players and be like, okay, what's it going to take here? And, you know, she's like, would you, you really would do that? I'm like, you have no idea how badly I want a football championship. Like, just one year, man. Give me one year. That's the thing. That's the all fan, I want is one fucking title. The fan base wants it. They want it so badly. They will support. They will support it. We will fund this collective. It doesn't. It the money all doesn't have to come from these high powered guys. If, if I see something that has solid structure and I know my money is going to the right place. If I have disposable income, I will share a certain amount of it with these people. But I'm not, I don't, I don't see it yet. So I'm afraid to touch it. Right. And this is something that has no like financial return for us. No. Like we're basically saying like, this is all Mm -hmm. emotional return. And like, that's so powerful. And like, nobody is interested in tapping into it. And I'm almost at the point where, like, what do we have to do? Right. I just don't, like, it's it's so fucking just grating. Hey, Michigan to, State hockey won. Yeah, I, I, I was about to say that. Big Ten semis. Um, so we're out alive, right? And for yep. the season? Yep, still alive. Gotta go, gotta go play Minnesota. Oh, well. Um... Yeah, it's it's not that hard, but like we just I think we're all in agreement. We just want to see movement and see positive, you know, positivity in this in this NL collective. But like I just want to know if I could ask someone who's in charge, what the fuck happened? Like, why is it gone? Like it seems like it's gone. And I know it's still there, it's just not really active, but like what the fuck that has to be done to keep what do they need? What do you need? Like Reach out to this fan base. We have a huge Twitter collective, and there are people on there who can afford to give money to them. And there are a lot of them on there who will want to give money if it is in the right spot. You cannot take this money and go po- buy podcasting gear and all that stuff. Like, you have to make sure it's spent in the right way. But it, we're there. We're basically saying, hey, guys, get your shit together. We'll try to give you some money. And you know what? If the return is someday seeing them hold a fucking national championship trophy, oh, you, That's you what it's for. That is what it's for. It's fucking worth it. I would like I would kill. I would trade in some championships of other teams to see them win one. Like man, we're we're there. We're ready. We're waiting. Let us give you money, but they're just like, eh, we're good. We're good with the sweatshirts and the show. And that sucks. And I'm sorry, Sheehan and Thin, if you somehow hear this. That's just how I feel right now. And prove prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. I just don't. Yeah, yeah go ahead, Carter. No, I, I didn't have anything. That's all I got. Thank. Just I don't know. It's okay. it's so frustrating. And like and we all meet this dead horse every week too, which sucks. Yeah. I'll beat this dead horse. Mel needs to win eight games next season. I'm going to agree just, with you. Just straight up. Like, you have to win eight games. Eight and compete with Ohio State. You have, to win, you have to win eight games, and you have to you have to either beat Michigan or don't look dead against Ohio State. Yeah. I'm that's that. like the bars should be – that's the bars on the floor. You can lose to – you can lose to fucking – you can lose to Washington at home and you're still in good shape to finish eight and four. Yeah. Like that's the fucking crazy thing is you, is you should cancel that fucking game, by the way, play just cancel it, it. Play it at noon. Cancel it or Don't play, play it, it at noon. If Penix wasn't, if Penix wasn't there, I'd be like, yeah, let's play it whenever. But they should have, honestly, I'm 5149. She didn't play it at all. Cut them Don't play it at all. Don't. Pl- How many times do you need to learn this lesson? That 
Playing a tough non-conference in college football means will nothing. Not, means nothing. It means will nothing. not help you. Like, will not help. We dog Michigan for their soft schedule, and it worked. Like they were twelve and zero and number two in America. Like it worked. I, I can't imagine how much psychic damage that team took after that Washington game. Oh man, that was it. Kind of broke game. in that year. If that if that Washington game was if that Washington game a month was later. no, not even a month later. If that Washington game was just like against against Central. Oh, okay. Or Youngstown State again. <laughs> or like an FC or like anyone fucking else in the group of five or FCS. Like how much different would this season be? I wonder. I mean, we obviously are six and six at the very worst. I mean, no point in taking all that psychic damage, suffering all those injuries. I think great four. I really do because I don't think we lose to Minnesota, and I don't think we lose to Maryland. I think we. I think we'd be eight and four. I think it just comes down to having Darius Snow and Xavier Henderson healthy because those are your guys who communicate everything on defense. And it was just so clear that when those guys were out, that there was no communication. It was awful. Yeah. And, and, and it's, you know, I wouldn't say so much against Washington just because they were such a great offense last year. Like I don't even think with Henderson or snow, you're winning that game because they were just clicking. Yeah. The Minnesota game is really what I mean. Like that you was, got sliced well, down the field by Tanner Morgan. Like the, you, the, you shouldn't allow that. I think we all left at half. Didn't we Carter? And the Maryland game too. Left. Yeah. Yeah. I think we all left at halftime. <laughs> we're just like, fuck this shit. Um, it Scotty was after Hazleton. the thorn fumble. Yeah, Scotty yeah. Hazelton. Scotty Hazelton should be embarrassed. He got sliced open by a used car salesman. Yeah, like, like I would have committed Sapoku. I thought he should have been fired after that game. At that, at that point, like, we're letting a twenty-five, a twenty-six-year-old quarterback smoke us. Like, I think, that's, I think he, he wasn't was because honestly, just after that, dunk and methodical. There wasn't any home run plays or anything. It was just like. This sucks to watch. Like he's got a lot to prove to me this year, and boy, I'm just gonna say it again. My expectations, if number ten is starting, are I'm gonna have trouble seeing eight wins with him. You're if if ten if Peyton Thorns is starting quarterback next season, eight wins becomes ten. I'm sorry. Like if you feel that good about yeah. Peyton Thorn over, <laughs> if you feel True. if you feel strong enough to. That if you feel strong enough about Peyton Thorne that you're willing to lose either Sam Leavitt or or Kayton Hauser to the portal, then you better win ten fucking games. That will that would uh I'm willing to sacrifice a couple games if Kayton ends up winning the job and like is a little raw, but like you can see him get better throughout the year. I'm willing to do that. Because then it could be like yeah, I remember Easily. when he was kind of mid and then all of a sudden just, you know, turned it up and started kicking ass. Sorry, Carter. <laughs> that cut you off? No. Okay. And and people who have been comparing this, this whatever this is, this controversy, to um, fans chanting, we want Terry. Oh, that's so During stupid. the 2012 season. Way different. Like... Fans were objectively correct in wanting someone other than Andrew Maxwell at quarterback. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, we, like fans were objectively correct. They wanted the wrong quarterback. Terry was way more hype coming into college than Connor Cook. Yeah, he was. But they were not wrong for recognizing that Andrew Maxwell is was not a starting quarterback in the Big Ten. I thought that dude was going to be awesome. Like he was elite eleven, and he people were saying he's better than Cousins. And I'm like, I all I was bought in. And then same boy that first game, I'm kind of like, uh oh. I mean, Boise State was tough, but I'm like, man, I don't know about him. You know, Le'Veon carried us. Le'Veon and the defense carried us that year. And oh, Le'Veon! At least we got Connor Cook out of it. We discovered him late, and then. You know, D'Antonio shook off the stubbornness and and gave him the the reins. And you know, seeing yeah. uh, seeing Damian Terry actually come in in the 2016 season where we won three games, I'm like, well, this is over with because <laughs> he was just so bad. Oh, 
Yeah, I remember. I I never saw it with him. Like I remember watching like the spring games, and I'm like, I don't see it with Terry. And a couple of friends of mine were like, No, he's the one. I'm like, Just because he's the best recruit doesn't mean he's the best player. I remember watching. I remember. I can't remember what game it was. I think it was the. I think it was the Rutgers game. And I was like, it's Dan Tover. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm gonna do a. Um... Carter fan 070. Uh, remember Messiah DeWeaver? <laughs> oh, God. Messiah DeWeaver. He was bet, bet, we, bet you didn't have a bet you didn't have a Messiah DeWeaver reference on a on card <laughs> for today. Uh, I love those TikToks where it's just slides of random players and it's like uh where I can't like I can't think of aura. Where it was like Anquan Bolden was a serviceable WR two in fantasy in twenty eleven. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was. Shit's <laughs> so funny. Uh, um. So have you, have you all watched Mando? Yep, I have. Great episode. Really good I episode. Like yeah, great episode to kind of set the set the vibes for this season. Yeah. Uh, like- and it was good two and a half years without fucking Mandalorian. It, it, I didn't realize that until I started watching it again. Well, we kind of got Mando. Everything. Yeah, we yeah, kind of forgot Mando season two and a half. Yeah. Uh, Boba Fett. So here, so I we all watched it, right? We're all. Yeah, I watched yeah. it yesterday. Yeah. All right. So spoilers, 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 spoilers. Um. Bo-Katan just like sitting on a throne going like just sitting on a throne looking hot like goddamn. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble for that one. I'm going to get I'm going to get a text. So. Well, does your girlfriend listen? Yeah, she's like the she's like our number one fan. She listens Thank to every you. episode. Thank yeah. you, Barnard's girlfriend. You're, you're Emily. Her name is Emily. Hi Emily. Emily? Yes, yeah, right. Yeah, Emily. Thank you. Um, shout out, shout out. You know, you and, and Mitch are our number one and two listeners, so <laughs> and possibly our only two listeners. But no, I listen to every pod. I do. Um, you gotta juice gotta juice the numbers. I know? play it repeatedly at work on the like on my phone, even when I'm not in the office. Just to get the num just to juice those numbers up, like Matthew McConaughey said. Yeah, I go into the Apple store and I just hit play on every single <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> That's viral marketing right there. That's guerrilla marketing. We need to do that. <laughs> I need to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, and so next week we got, you know, we got another Mando episode. I think I don't think they're going to take a week off. I don't think they are doing it that. Um, and then we have Succession at the end of the month. Yes. Uh, three weeks from today, which is going to be sick. Final season. Um, but, you know. If you love something, you gotta let it go. And I'm okay yeah. I'm okay with them ending it here. If, if they have a plan, then I'm okay with it. I kind of here's my prediction. I, I don't think it's gonna happen. It's Waystar Roy Cover. <laughs> that should be a meme at the end of the at the end of the show. That's just what they say, and then it just fades to black, shows over. I'd I'd feign it'd be the Mary <laughs> David feign, but oh my God, Carter, you're a prophet. Um, I have a prediction that uh, none of the kids are going to get anything. Logan is going to get that new assistant pregnant, and that baby will be the new successor. Oh, that is my theory. And I know that's fucked, but this show has done some stuff that I did not think it would do. So it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's very low. But like in the trailer, like Roman's with Logan, I'm like, I think this is a smoke screener or, or, or Logan's just fucking with him or Logan's just going to use him and then ditch yeah. him when it's time to sell. Yeah. I mean, Roman has no backbone. Like, no. He'll do whatever his dad says. No. And I, I think it's too cookie cutter for Kendall to take over. So would either be I'd be great if Greg took over Waystar Royco. Oh, uh, yeah, um, uh, Mr. Madison, uh, you want me to like run uh, Waystar for you? I told I can. Oh, uh, that'd be great. I think it would um be pretty. Uh, I'm thinking it's gonna be um beneficial if I um 
was the one to um um take over. Uh, but uh, I don't know. It's it's uh, totally your call, though. <laughs> Whatever it is, will be is. You'll say something like that. <laughs> yeah, try I to just, make a bad joke that just doesn't go over well. I started watching it again the other day. I think I told you guys this, and I'm just like, man, Greg going from being high and puking in that mascot mask to like being one of the top people in the company just because he has the right family members is insane. <laughs> like that dipshit is, but I don't think he's a dipshit, but like he kind of is he's kind of a dumbass. He's a lovable dumbass, but he's smarter than you think. I think, I think Jerry ends up with everything. I think Jerry ends up on top. Maybe because she's going to sue Roman for sexual harassment. And yeah, I can see by like saying, Hey, do you want the company? I can see Jerry kind of, I can see Jerry snaking her way to the top. Hmm. I don't think all three kids are alive at the end, though. Oh, oh! You think someone bites the bullet? I think I think I either Kendall's OD mm. or Romans or Romans eating a bullet. I could see Kendall OD. I so don't like to, but I could see him going into relapse and like overdosing. I can I can see that. Hmm. Like and then it, like it could be Logan being the catalyst, and then Logan would be like, "What? What did I do? I didn't did nothing to yeah. you guys. What the fuck are you talking about?" Yeah, Connor's I think not getting he's involved. Like, just does the most horrific shit to them, and he's like, "I love you guys." <laughs> he does. <laughs> and Connor is not getting involved. He wants you to know that he's I'm, a, not, I'm not getting involved. He's out. Connor gets arrested for storming the Capitol in episode three. <laughs> <laughs> Connor, Connor was at January 6th and he is getting arrested because he posted a photo of himself uh, pissing on AOC's door. Connor was there with uh, Ashley Babbitt. Yeah. Oh, no. Whatever. I might have to. Uh, we'll see. Um, yeah, that's going to be a great end of the show. Have you guys been watching Last of Us or no? I fell. I fell behind. I I I I fell behind after two episodes. I've been okay. I just I've been watching so much basketball. I just that'll be on the catch up list. I'm I'm um, watching. Uh, I gotta watch the latest episode, not the one airing tonight, but the one from last week, and then I'm caught up. I had to get current. I I'm keeping current with Mando, and yeah. I had to get current on shrinking. I got current today. Oh great man, that show's so good. Are you are you up? Are you all I'm, caught I'm up? Caught up. I'm all caught up. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. We'll we'll talk offline. Yeah. Uh and then we got Ted Lasso coming back a week from Wednesday. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mando, Ted Lasso, and Succession all coming back oh. right as basketball right as college basketball is ending <laughs> yeah. is so solid. That would be great if they all premiered in the same day, like the day after college hoops. They just said Yeah, the day Tuesday after the drop the, the day after the national championship. <laughs> Tuesday morning, afternoon, and evening. Here you go, guys. Have fun. Um, oh, speaking of, speaking of, um, did you guys see NBC's broadcast crew for the Saturday night Big Ten games? It's um Benetti, right? No, it's it's Noah Eagle. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Noah Eagle, Todd Blackledge, and um, I don't know, I forgot who the sideline reporter is. She's good though. But yeah, Wait, they, we're getting they NBC yeah, they nailed football it. Football for Big Ten. Yeah, yeah, they're part of the new broadcast deal. So I forgot yeah. that. So Fox is still doing Big Noon. Yeah, and they'll have games on Big Ten Network, FS1, FS2, um, CBS, CBS. Yep. Um, the they're doing the three thirty games to replace it's, the. Uh, I love that so much to replace the SEC games. Um, I can't wait to hear that music when like Spartan Stadium or like Yeah, having Nestler having Brad Nestler call yeah. Big 10 games is going to be nice. Yeah. Um the problem is it also comes with Gary Danielson. <laughs> the presentation on CBS is much I think it feels more big time. Yeah, it feels more they do have a lot they do even in bas- college basketball, I think they do a better job. Yeah. Um Amplifying the amplifying the experience of being at one of those games and their than some of the other networks. Like um, so, yeah. Fox. these pictures sucks. It's always stunk. Fox is keeping Big Noon um, with Gus Johnson and Joel. Uh, Fuck oh. me harder, Daddy Harbaugh. Clat. Uh, 
Brad Nessler and in Brad Nessler and Gary Danielson are are doing the are doing the three thirty CBS game. I like that. And then Saturday night on NBC is Noah Eagle, Todd Blackledge, and I think Laura Oakman is. I, I think, think they got that. Laura Oakman. Noah That's Eagle crazy. calling the uh, Michigan State forty two to ten loss to USC going to be a movie. <laughs> I like Noah Eagle a lot. I like, like him a I lot. Think yeah. I think he's low key. Like I think he's low key going to end up better than his dad. That's a that's a high that's bar a, set. I love Ian Eagle. Yep. I don't he's like the way he says that. his name, but you know, Ian. Ian. I think it is Ian, and he's just like, no, it's Ian. <laughs> like he just wants to be different. Catherine um, Tappen is who's the sideline. Okay, I don't know who that is. She's a veteran. She's been around. I think she's been doing. I think she worked for. Um, I'm sure I'll see her, and then I'll be like, "Oh yeah." She's okay. been doing. She's been doing golf. Mm. She's been doing golf with NBC, um, and then she did the NHL. Okay. Um. Let's see. Is there anything else on the docket? Um. I know we got Oscars next Sunday. Uh, it seems like everything everywhere all at once is probably going to win, which is great. I'm glad it's going to. Um, it's just starting to clean up at every awards thing, and I think I think Brendan Fraser is actually going to win the Best Actor. I don't, know, I don't know. I think I think he's going to do it. Um, well, I think that's pretty good. I think we got a good episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. So we're gonna we're gonna cut out tonight. Um, probably see what the Big Ten tournament bracket looks like my hour ish, and then we'll discuss it. Sometime soon on here. <clears throat> Fellas. You probably do this week if you want. Yeah, we could do this week. I can't do I could do Oscar Sunday, just not like that late at night, because my wife watches it and she will kill me if I'm recording at the same time. So, we can go see the selection show set at six. Yeah. Maybe so right after we, it. Like six forty five if we I'm can game. get it. If we can get it in, because the Oscars start at what, eight? Eight. Yeah, we can be fluid with it. Yeah. We'll get right. combo. Yeah, let's let's start it. Let's start. Let's aim for six forty-five. Get combo. We'll do a bracket breakdown, and yeah, and we're and we're, we'll do a hard out. That's the only okay. thing we'll talk about. All right. Yeah. Okay. You heard our recruit. You heard our recording schedule, folks. We're gonna try to get big combo on. New Papa of two, Andrew. Yeah. Father of two. Father of two. Congratulations. I'll be joining you with one in a couple months. Um, and fellas, we're out and go green. Go white. Go white. Thank.